What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I am, of course, as always, your host, Greg, joined by two of the coolest dudes who may or may not sometimes have audio issues when we get this started. What's up, Matt? How's it going, Greg? It's going, man. It's going. Caleb, how you doing? I'm doing good. It's a Sunday, Sunday evening. I got my ginger beer in hand. I ate some food. My homework is done, I think. I'm not really sure. We'll find out in class tomorrow. Uh, so, no complaints, boss. No complaints. So, we've had a two-week break. I was out of town last weekend, so we didn't record an episode. Um, but we've had a lot happen. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff, game announcements, reveals, trailers we got. But as always, before we get into all that, let's talk about the games that we like. Caleb, I'm going to go with you first. Uh, that would be a whole lot of nothing. I've been watching more videos about video games than I've been playing. Um, it's school start back up, so time to find, I had to find time to play games, and this wasn't possible this week, so. What did you, Matt? Did you have any responsibilities that you ignored? Um, no. <laughs> uh, the closest I got was downloading an update for Destiny 2, because I... A friend of mine hit me up, and he's like, hey, I'm taking a break from Warzone. I'm going to get on this Destiny grind, so when this new uh, stuff drops, it's like, we're getting in there. And I was just like, yes, Ian, say less. Let's freaking go. So um, mentally preparing myself to endure and continue the cycle of physical harm from a virtual entity to my well-being. Wow. So in a weird change of events this week, I actually did play video games, sort of, like, not a lot. Uh, I was playing 12 minutes when we were supposed to start the podcast. I don't know if you guys have seen anything about that yet. No, I have not. It's on Game Pass. It's Xbox exclusive, developed by Annapurna, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. I always mess them up. Uh, that game studio. Um, so it's a very small kind of Groundhog Day theme. Nice. And you, it's a, it's, you come into a small room. It's got, uh, James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley and, William Dafoe as the three character, yeah, Solid the banger cast, yeah. Uh, so it's got this, those three voice actors in the game itself, um, and the basic premise is you're in this kind of weird loop and you can't get out of it unless obviously you slowly figure out the puzzle to break it. Oh, just okay. as Groundhog Day or uh, for the younger kids, uh, was it Palm Springs with Andy Samberg? Okay, okay. Thank you, Matt, for the, for the corroboration on that, because <laughs> Caleb was leaving me out to dry on that one. Uh, yeah, I, so... I, I, I've never seen it. Great movie, by uh, the way. You it's amazing. Said, you could have said it was Pineapple Express. I would have agreed. And that's why we got you here, Caleb. Doesn't matter what we say, you're going to agree with us no matter what. Appreciate that about you, sir. It's like a Groundhog movie, like Pineapple Express. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> real good. Yeah, like, uh, like 50 First Dates, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's tons of fun. It did get to a point, though, I was sitting there playing with my wife, where um, I'm not good at puzzle games like this. Like, honestly, Groundhog Day, I'm stuck. I'm in it. I'm never leaving. That's where I'm going to be for the rest of the week. Um, so Sue was looking up some stuff and kind of helped me get through it all as I couldn't figure it out. Um, started making progression and then had to do this thing. So, you know, I'm not mad about it, but... The one time I start to play video games, I have to go do response. 
So, but um, that being said, let's talk more video games. Matt, uh, let's hold off on doing Pokemon's. Caleb, okay. Let the people what know what they can and might get for free with their subscription service this month. Cool, 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 cool. So if you are over on uh, Team Blue, uh, Crip side, hanging out the left side. Uh, shout out to Uncle Snoop. Uh, and you own a PlayStation. You can supposedly, because we cannot confirm nor deny the fact that these games will be out and PlayStation reserves the right to change their mind at any time. Uh, but you can uh, attempt to hone your non-existent culinary skills and overcook all you can eat. Because um, y'all still haven't figured out how to not make dry chicken. Uh, the chicken not dry. But that's a different And that's in, that, one's ex- that one's exclusively for... PlayStation 5, right? Correct, sir. Correct. And then, on PS4, uh, there's a uh, high chance, uh, nice probability that you maybe or maybe not might get Hitman 2. This is not the OG Hitman 2. This is the PS4 remake version that came out in 2018. Uh, Decent graphics. I'm sure it's serviceable. I did not touch it, but uh, hey, it's a bald white guy with a gun. Can't be that bad. And then, alongside that, there's Predator Hunting Grounds. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah if you're familiar with the uh 1v4 strategy um here's your chance to replay uh that dead genre of video games uh wrapped up in i wouldn't huh i would not go as far as say that's a dead genre of video games. Uh, i mean it's you know that that is a alive rumbling genre uh yes evolve tried to kill it yeah. But they failed horribly, and since then we've had Friday Thirteenth, Dead by Daylight, Hunting Grounds. It's it is a very booming oh. genre, I think, right now. I take I take back all the slander. Apparently, y'all are yep. out here in these streets. Salute to you. Uh, make sure you watch out for Little Dirk and them because they're killing people in the streets. Anyway, Predator Hunting Grounds <laughs> um, is a former top tier sandbox stealth em up. Is how they describe it. Uh, stealth em up. 4v1 game huh. have fun with that now if you were over on uh you know grape street and cj and them uh and your team xbox yeah he was wondering where i was going with that one uh-huh <laughs> um you can play a, a a very interesting cast of characters there's one game on this list that i will not slander and i'll start with that one zone of the enders um classic nothing to say about that one other than it's a classic. If you know Metal Gear, you know some of the Enders, I'll leave you to it. And then you get to go back and play uh, what is a knockoff Neuronia uh, Keshin game. Uh, what is that? Samurai Showdown 2? Yeah, good luck with that. And then it's either Maluka or Malaka, which is looks like a gentrified Hawaiian farming game uh, based off of the cover alone. Um, and then you get to play Chaos Bane. There's a couple Warhammer. Warhammer Chaos Bay. Uh, all you Warhammer folks out there, y'all are real deep in these streets. I want no smoke. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> but those are the games coming out for September uh, for your gaming pleasure on whichever console you choose to play on. Just, I just want to point out here real quick uh, how worldly you are, Caleb. Um, because here on the Metacritic uh, Web page for Mulaka. It says, dive into northern Mexico's breathtaking landscape. So, 
So you are killing it right now. I, I just want to say I, I love Listen. I love that. Very close to Hawaii. Very, very close. I if can see you, the resemblance. If, if you know me in person, you know that there's two things I just don't mess around with. One, directions. Two, long road trips. So either way, so, <laughs> so I'm like, have fun. Hmm. Didn't know Mexico's dry mountainous landscape. Anything like Hawaii's green blush. Anyway, Matt, uh, so <laughs> Pokemans. <laughs> I'm sure they both have mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely do have both have mountains. That's your win. Oh, anyways, speaking of uh, mountainous ranges, because why not? run through like allowing your 10 year old child to run through all sorts of terrain with animals that you know nothing of that is pokemon one of my favorite franchises in video game history and obviously we got the present back on the 18th um, but we were on break for that so we're talking about it now because a lot of great stuff came out of this some stuff i didn't really care for and other stuff that just got me pure hype when i tell you this uh just to get it out of the way, some stuff for Pokemon Unite. I think they're dropping Blastoise and one other character. I don't know if it was a Cleffa, uh, not a Cleffa. Um, uh, who's who's uh, the bull? Blissey's one Doris? of them that got dropped. The no, not from the OG. Oh. The like woolly mammoth looking thing. Uh, uh, uh Yes, Mamoswine, yes, whatever it is. There are two uh, that are getting dropped, if I'm not mistaken, that are new gen. Mamoswine yeah, and, and Espeon. Uh, Sylveon. Sylveon. Um, that are getting dropped into Pokemon Unite. Super excited for that. Um, Pokemon Go, you're getting uh, Zamazenta and Zaxian from the latest iteration of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, so they'll be in the five-star raids starting... I um, I think from August 26th to the 1st. I just want to say real quick, Matt, I appreciate you doing the Pokemon stuff <laughs> because I would sound like Caleb talking about Mexico and Hawaii trying to say those names. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, That's what I'm here for. I'm useful for something. Um, post, uh, Pokemon Masters EX, I think, is about to hit their two-year anniversary of being out in the app store so they're doing a special event for that um and if you log in for um a certain period of time you get a free 3000 jewels easy peasy lemon squeezy right um and somehow pokemon cafe is still going strong i mean it's for someone is it for us no not at all and that's more of the that's mostly the boring stuff the good well, stuff What's weird about that too is it's so bad they're redoing it. So it isn't like didn't they retitle it too and rebrand it new Pokemon Cafe or something weird? Cafe remix. There you go. Is what they're calling it. Did they hire right, someone right. from Kingdom Hearts to start naming these games? No, they you know haven't what? put any decimals in yet. See, but here's the thing. This isn't even like anything close to canon. It's like the offshoot of an offshoot of an offshoot. It's like if you had a Sims game <laughs> for a Wattpad fanfic that was made off of a fan-made trailer off of YouTube, which is loosely based off of one character that you saw in Pokemon like 20 years ago. 
I find it ridiculously <laughs> disturbing that I actually followed that train of thought and understood what you were talking about. Lord help us all. <laughs> You're right. God bless the internet. Um, but now, down to the good stuff. Diamond and Pearl remake. Uh, a lot of really cool stuff um, shown off in here. Some new features that are added. The one that I'm most excited for is homies can be dripped out. You can change your outfit in Diamond and Pearl. And I think that's the greatest thing you could oh, ever ask for. Because it could be right it's gonna be sunny as hell and homie is gonna be straight laced up in a green black and white accented hoodie with matching track pants maybe joggers and the freshest pair of either ultra boost or jays i can find close enough in the game because lord help if they actually put something like that in there um to get you some jeans. That, say, drip or drown drip or, or drown, drown. <laughs> uh and so we are inching closer to that super excited once again um also if you guys are getting brilliant diamond or shining pearl go ahead and hit me up for my switch code because i will be looking for people to battle with um still waiting for joey and bam to battle me again because i will hand out l's and then oh my gosh the star of the show pokemon legends arceus because my goodness there's that came out of this i'm so 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 happy guys pokemon can say pull up and run fades they are throwing fades do you know how fantastic that is i've been wanting to square with an earth ring for a hot minute and now i get the chance that's funny it's like, oh, what Pokemon? What Pokeballs? No, no, no. Come here. It's you and me. You and me. Square up. And it's, oh my gosh, this is going to be the greatest thing to ever happen. And we're also seeing, uh, because it's the Hisui region, we're getting variants of Growlithe, Braviary, uh, an evolution for Stantler, which is a weird, a wire deer, weird deer, or whatever you want to call it, um, and a Basculesian. Plus, Pokemon get various forms, like attack form, speed form, stuff like that, which improve stats, which could alter in a turn-based turn RPG style influence whether they can attack first or how often they can attack within their turn. So, super stoked about it. Lots of great stuff. Everything I hear about Legends Arceus just makes me so much more excited. And I... I, I I don't know if it's possible for this to be too hype. I don't know if it exists for this game. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm right there with you. Like, um, I was really excited for the game before, and then when they showed off the new combat system as far as, like, choosing for that attack, whether it's going to be this, the agility or the strength, that's going to have a different effect, like you said, on your attack order. Um, it reminds me a lot of, like, the Final Fantasy twelve kind of stuff, where you saw the order on the right-hand side of the screen, and depending on what it moves you did, it changed the order. Um, really excited for that. Uh, I, I love how Pokemon last couple generations doing this whole, like, you're in a different region, the Pokemon look different. Like, I love Growlithe's big fluffy head. I thought it was really weird because the way they described it <laughs> um, for the different Pokemons and how they looked, especially when it was like, oh... This Pokemon evolves by eating its souls of its of its companions that didn't quite make it up the river. That's what makes it stronger. And then follow it up with, I think it was Growlithe, where it was like, and this one's cute and fluffy. <laughs> like, all right. 
no from one side to the other um but no yeah that's that was the game where you know me and my my family watched it and the four of us sat down and all my kids everybody was like okay cool yeah i want dominant purple that would be nice to play again cool and then arceus came up and they were like oh yeah oh we're all getting this one so that's gonna be really interesting um but yeah that my house was in agreement with you, Matt. Everything before then it was just cool. That's interesting. Don't care. So, well, you you can't be doing any any Pokemans this year. Uh, I got I'm doing the double pack, boys. Uh, I, I believe I have the double pack pre-ordered. I better have the double pack pre-ordered if I don't have. The you double. have the double. Okay. We I, I think we talk about this every time we talk. <laughs> you have the double pack pre-order. Yeah, so I'll be joining double pack boys. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm ready as as ready for the smoke as Matt is, because uh, my man's is quite literally every day on Discord calling people out their name, and I don't know if I want that problem. But <laughs> I'm just well, I'm saying, not- people are running. <laughs> Boys running longer than this Donda pre like promo. Oh man, nothing was longer than that. Trust me, that <laughs> was was the longest way. It was a happy <laughs> surprise this morning. I woke up to some new Kanye music, and then I checked the website for a two hundred dollar Balenciaga T shirt, and I said no. Play <laughs> right now, guys. I Donda know. I <laughs> Donda. Hey, it should have been named Donda because where. <laughs> <laughs> That one deserved a standing ovation. That was great. That was great. Uh, obviously, God bless the dead. Shout out to Dr. Don DeWest. Uh, bless her for having the son that he is. And bless him for making the music that he makes. Uh, but yeah, Double Pack Boys, I'll be out here. Uh, I don't remember really going hard on those games when they first dropped. And depending on how hectic my life is, when these do drop, I see myself. I see this becoming my primary game. Two reasons. Uh, well, you can carry it with you. Yes. Travel Switch um, and then OLED Switch. Uh, I'm probably going to play one primarily at the crib and I have another one in my backpack at all times in between sessions, uh, waiting waiting for class to get started, jump in, jump out. Uh, so I see myself getting real heavy into this game. Unless some of the stuff that we might talk about later, the show catches my eye. But yeah, I can see myself getting heavy into this one. Really, really, really can. Well, if you're gonna do it that way, I would recommend having the OLED in your backpack or the the slow LED is what they're calling it, uh, because it's gonna have the better screen, obviously, handheld mode, and then have the OG on your television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The OG, the OG is kind of st- stacked at the cribbo, uh, but the. I think the OLED would be the way to go. I actually kind of want to, again, this is horrible financial decision making, but I kind of want to purchase Persona 5 Strikers S, or whatever they're calling it, on the Swole. Don't let Ricky hear you say that. <laughs> no. You say Persona 5 Strikers S? Whatever they're calling it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I think no. I want to I buy that on the, on the, on the Swole and give that, a, give that a little nice little gander, see what that's like. Alrighty, yeah, I'm getting a bunch of Pokemon. Um, and and uh, let's and let me say this, Ricky, my man's rich homie, rich homie Rick James. 
if you really wants to say something, come on the pod. Come on the pod, defend defend your takes. Go to Matt's crib and just sit next to him, and then you guys can do a shared joy podcast with me. Come on the podcast. Just saying. Prove me wrong. Bring your own Who's... headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the homie st- Ricky. Shout out to the homie I Ricky, man. St- I still much. stand by the fact that when you put a game as the best game ever in a selective category, you, you've restricted it. I don't care what you say. Can't put a voice to it? Can't back it up. I don't care what Facebook said. But, uh, uh, gentlemen, I, I just want to call it attention real quick. So I was looking through Xbox. So I was trying to find this gear that I posted in our Discord here. Um, and I've, I've got to say, Xbox is very proud of some of their uh, accessories they have for their controllers and consoles. They have a... Did you guys look at this? I didn't. The one you okay, said in so, the chat? There's two of them. Um, one of them is an Xbox headset stand. Uh, the base of it is a piece of wood that's carved to look like the Xbox logo from, you know, uh, the controllers we have nowadays. And Matt, Matt, have you looked into it? Have you clicked on this yet? Yes. You have. Okay. So so you, you saw that amazing image of price that I got. Did yeah. you back away from it as quickly as I did? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's too big. Okay, so we can't do that. So, Caleb, as I was saying, the base is round, shaped like the Xbox. It has more or less a stick coming out of it that can hold a headset. It, you mentioned it was wood, right? It's wood. It is, it's, it's a, a wood, wood base with a metal stick, I think. Uh, Caleb, just, just for fun... Price is right rules. Obviously, you can't see it. What would you pay for that? It's it's high quality wood. High quality it's, wood. It's uh, you can choose between either maple or walnut. Oof. That's um, do they got a nice mahogany though? There, there is there is a white oak. There's there a is white a white oak. oak oh. <laughs> and a a hard maple <laughs> light. Now, <laughs> easy there. You're you're starting to get him riled up. We don't need that. I'm just saying that's high quality. Listen, quality and excellence, my G. You already know what it is. You got to pay the you price to get bust. You can change the hanger color between black or white, so you can. It's personalized more or less. I'm to going stand. to go seventy four ninety nine. Wow, my guy. Ooh, seventy five ducats. Oh. Let's go! It's Shout and then to your boy. They, you don't think he spent time, like he's almost spent a lot of money to know that, <laughs> or he's willing to spend a lot of money to know that. Listen, like leave my accountant out of this. Yeah, I think your accountant's trying to stay out of it too. Um, and and then there's another piece. It is more or less just a wood base with a headset stand on it. But it's got grooves set into it, so you can lay your controller into it and not move. Uh, your console also goes on this, so think of it like uh, breakfast in bed, but it's your console on your on your TV stand. Gotcha. It's for the Xbox Series S mm-hmm. or the X, not and or. Now there's two different prices for this. Again, same options for the wood. You have different materials you can choose, as well as I'm assuming the the stand as well. I'm gonna go thirty-four ninety-nine and forty-five ninety-nine or forty-four ninety-nine. Yep. 
And this is where you are wrong, sir. Uh, if you look at the image on Discord, it might give you a little better input there. I, I want you to go ahead and take a look at that and try again on that. All right. I know audio listeners can't, like, there's nothing we can do. I'm sorry, but I just got caught by this, and I'm, I'm floored. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Mm. $54.99? $110 get out. What? No, get out of town. Yeah. That's too much. Is it handcrafted? I, I don't. I, I can't imagine it's handcrafted. If it's not handcrafted, I'm not paying that much for that. No. Like, I. I this is. For that price, I can get a wireless charger that comes as a base and a and has like storage handcrafted italian leather shipped from switzerland to the united states i'm not paying no no absolutely not yeah so i'm right there with you i'm out I mess with that stuff. This looks like I'm something I could pick up at IKEA for twenty nine ninety nine and a lunchable. No, you can pick up the piece of Look, wood for mm-hmm. twenty ninety nine and a lunchable, and then like cut it yourself. Keep in mind nowadays, guys, lunchables are in high demand, so lunchables just went up in price. You can get two stands for lunch. <laughs> so, uh, but let's keep with the Xbox theme. Um, got a lot of stuff announced from GamesCon. They did their new press event. At Gamescom, they, they started the show off, more or less. And we're just going to get to it, guys. Halo Infinite is now dating. Comes out December 8th. Uh, we are going to get a beautiful Xbox Series X console. Most of the game comes out December 8th. <laughs> hmm? I said most of the game comes out December 8th. Mm, shots well fired. played, sir. Shots. Well played. We'll talk, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, let's get through all the, all the announcements from them first. Uh, the big one, uh, so they announced the game December 8th is coming out. They announced they're going to be limited edition Xbox Series X. Uh, Halo themed, obviously, it's going to be 550. It's going to come with a digital download of the game. So you have it pre-installed, ready to go when it drops three weeks later. Um, and they're also dropping a $200 Master Chief themed Elite Series 2 controller. Mm, tough. Um, tough. Yeah. Razor's jumping in. They're doing a Kyra headset, uh, and they're all. They're, I think Seagate's also doing an external hairdryer. So there's uh, there's some cheap things coming out later this year. Um, but that being said, guys, before we get into any of this stuff, are you guys interested in any of that whatsoever? The twentieth anniversary stuff. Yeah. Um, I would like to say yes. But unlike some people, my bank account knows restraint. <laughs> I need you to relax. I mean, <laughs> your, your account set doesn't have any input on your restraint, apparently. So <laughs> I need just to, I need the both of you to relax. <laughs> just, just saying. I mean, I got him on speed dial, so. <laughs> You know who doesn't? So, um, so you're out. What about what about you, Caleb? Are you interested in this at all? No, honestly, the only um, I, I I think I'm 
pretty much settled in my ways like right now the only xbox property that is like pulling me is fable if it's not fable i'm until like the next until we see what's up with the next set of elder scrolls game like i'm chilling like fable elder scrolls starlink like whatever they're calling the new bethesda property starfield I believe it's Starfield. Yeah, not Starling. It's Starfield, not Starling. Yeah. So Fable, <laughs> Fable, Elder Scrolls Six, Starfield. Um, those are the those are the Xbox properties that I'm looking forward to the most. I don't. Uh, I haven't been a Halo guy in a very very long time. Falling off that bandwagon, and uh, like I'm super happy for you guys. I'm excited. Like I'm I'm really hyped to watch James play the game because that boy's nasty with the sticks. Uh, other than that, I'm chilling. Uh, I'm, uh, my accountant said, go ahead and buy it. Oh, listen. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, was no... fucking in the mirror. <laughs> bro, I wish. I wish it was that easy. Um, no, like, it, it, it was, it was that easy, honestly, though. It was just, hey, look at this. I want it. Okay, go buy it. I was like... Are you sure? I'm gonna buy it now before you change your mind. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just waiting for the hey. You remember when conversation? <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I, I'm, I think I'd only get one of them though. Um, I don't really use an elite controller. Would have no use for it. It'd be really cool and pretty, but two hundred dollars is a lot for something cool and pretty. That is I wouldn't use the too elite much. one or the elite two. Two. Okay. I mean, so it's the rechargeable. It's it's beautiful looking controller um so it might be one of those where get what you can maybe maybe just scoop up the controller instead of spending another 550 dollars for a console that i really like to look at yeah um so we'll see we'll see how it goes uh that they also gave us more information on forza 5 which is coming out what was the date on that one november 8th as well i want to say so forza horizon 5 um, and they have you a beautiful controller from them. Have you guys seen this one? No, but I saw Digital Foundry saying something about Forza uh, will be the benchmark that like fully, fully, fully shows the power of the Xbox Series X, and that it's going to be the best looking game on consoles. So if Digital Foundry said it. Uh, I'm, I'm inclined to believe it. Uh, I read some silly article about how uh, Xbox is going to overtake PlayStation with Forza, but I, I ignored that because that person is probably very jaded and biased. But I'm excited to see the game, but I don't think I care about the controller. Uh, uh, well, post it, and then let me make my mind up. Uh, it comes out November 5th, just to clarify. That's sick. And... That's but the, yeah, that's yeah, it's a beautiful controller. That's that is, and what I like the most right? about you can it, see the, yeah, yeah, yeah that's it right. is translucent and just it's hard to see in that picture I give you, but just to the left of the D pad underneath the left stick, mm -hmm. it's got the Forza logo nice. in white, but it's not like overbearing and strong and screaming Forza. Yeah, it's uh, it's a beautiful controller, way better than their last one they did, that's for sure. All right, so I think that's all we got for Xbox, unless you want to talk about anything here, Matt. Uh, 
No. All right. Or so in general? Just Xbox related. We're, we're going to get into Gamescom stuff here. Yeah, no. All right. So before we start digging in and uh, going through individual games, is there any big games that came out that you guys are like, yep, I'm in. Let's go. Uh, well, so I don't, I don't, nothing like new that was, I don't want to say nothing new that was announced, uh, but off the top of my head, uh, the Doki V, Dokiv, uh, whatever you want to call it, the all the little children that are playing around and all of a sudden they got rocket-powered gateboards and can hover across the entire freaking city catching monsters, fighting monsters from Gamescom. Or they showed something at Gamescom. Showed something at Gamescom for Doki V. Doki 5. I don't... I. Don't ask me. I'm gonna go straight Caleb if you keep asking me though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, super excited it's about it's that. It's in Hawaii. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really, really invested in that. I may end up purchasing it at some point if I can. Because uh, I think it said it's supposed to be for PC, maybe Switch. I don't have a PC, so if it's just PC exclusively, that's going to be a problem. Um, other than that, they had talked about the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, because I've been looking forward to that, and they oh officially said it's coming out in spring 2022. So it's yeah, been okay. pushed back for almost a year and a half at this point, which is kind of annoying, but like... I. It, but can it let I, people down as much as Cyberpunk did? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know why? Because the entire Skywalker saga is already like seven, like is eight tenths of the way done. Literally four fifths. Because they it's literally they're compiling all the previous games into it. So there is physically no way it could be that big of a disappointment. I mean, I don't know. But it's also Legos. There's, there's, this there's, is also very there's like a level. Like, this is also very true. Like the Lego games and the Lego games hit. Like let's let's just be honest. Like and fair, the Lego they games really hit. do. They, they did for me until they started in the voice acting. Yeah, I feel like, I it, got, like it got worse when the voice acting started. Like the the Batman game that had voice acting, the first one that fire. was solid, fire, solid. Everything mm-hmm. else after that, garbage juice. Well, I will say Batman, the Lego Batman 3, I played it uh, just over a year ago. Like, I picked it up randomly, played through it, beat the story. Um, it, was, it was fun, and I like hearing it, but yeah, anything after that, I was just like, did we really need to do this? Um, I blame the Lego movie for that, the first and the second one. Um, but no, I'm definitely looking forward to the Star Wars one, and it's a shame that it's not coming out until 2022 at this point. And so it's going to have to compete for my money with uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm, tough. Maybe. What about you, Caleb? Anything you you got out of this that you're excited for? Uh, kind of. Yes and no. So I was seeing something about okay, Saints Row is getting uh, a remaster, and I said okay, cool. And then I looked at it, and it looked more like a remake than a remaster. And then out of nowhere, boom, uh, they are rebooting Saints Row because Saints Row Four was anyway. I watched the trailer for the I watched the trailer for the reboot. 
I'm split on it. I'm very, very, really? very split on it. Because the OG, because again, like I thought like Saints Row 3 was probably the best. Saints Row 2 was the best. Saints Row 3 was like the most fun. Saints Row 4 was rubbish. Uh, absolute garbage. And then they started doing all the get out of hell, blah, 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 blah. Pure nonsense. Uh, I was. It looked at first like they were getting back to the original roots. Small town gang, trying to start a criminal organization and then build up yourself and then I started to watch more and more, and I just got more and more disappointed. Like, I know they're not trying to be GTA, but I, I don't think they have an identity. Like, I'm sorry. If you showed me the cast of these four people and said, oh, these guys are starting a criminal organization, I would laugh in your face. Uh, they've got the beach boy from wherever beach he's from, wearing no shirt and jogger pants with uh, fake Beats by Dre headphones. Uh, they've got your quote-unquote created character, uh, so I'm not going to comment on that because they're a created character. And then they've got Homeboy in a suit, uh, a bow tie, and some striped pants from Tom Ford. Ah, uh, no. And then you've got your tech wizard, but she's also like the main like driver of the game. Like, none of these characters make sense for a criminal organization. Like, this seems like they tried to mix Saints Row and... Uh, Watch Dogs Legion into two games, and I, 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 I don't get, I don't get what we're supposed to be doing here. Uh, Let me ask you a question, real quick. Go ahead. Which is better, a new take or playing off stereotypes? And I think that's why I'm split on it. I think, I think that's why I'm split on it because I was like, it's a different age. It's, I'm probably out of the demographic for who this is for. It's probably for the Fortnite kids. Uh, so I'm probably out of demographic. But, like, there's a good way to do a new take, and then there's a bad way, like, to do, a, to do a new take. You know what I'm saying? And on this, this feels like lukewarm water. It gets the job done, but I'm not sure if, like, I, I enjoyed the process. I'm enjoying the process of it. But I'm, reserva- I'm reserving my full, like, emotional investment until the game's out. I will pick it up. I will play it, and then we'll see what happens then. Um, Marvel's Midnight Sun, that, that was exciting uh, for me. Uh, one of my favorite it, it's again it's the equivalent of um justice league dark i'm a dc guy for sure so it'd be interesting to play it is made by far axis if you don't know far axis are the 2k team behind uh xcom and i've been playing a whole lot of xcom these last few years you get to create a character far axis worked in conjunction with marvel to make your created character but then they get to team up with actually the established members of marvel's midnight sun so that should be interesting. We'll see. Um, not talking about Call of Duty. Outside of that, I think I'm. I think. Oh yeah, Splitgate. Splitgate is essentially an arena shooter. So think about uh, Quake and Portal in one game. Uh, I was in the pre-alpha. It was not good. It seems to be getting better. It's exploded in popularity recently, so much so that they have decided to leave the game in beta because they, <laughs> their servers can't handle all the people jumping into the game. So they're doing something right. Uh, I just don't know it's for, if it's for me. Other than that, uh, I think I'm see, good, my G. See, I got a. I think it's so interesting that you, who are, has, I don't want to say diehard, but has played Town kind of Sounds pretty thoroughly. Um, different Saints Row games, like you're not excited for the remake, whereas I've always been on the outside looking in, play Saints Row. 
it's just a really over the top cheesy cash grab steal from GTA. Yeah. Because that's all it ever looks like to me. It was just like, oh, let's let's do GTA, but let's be absurd, ridiculous about it. Yeah. Um, and I never really spoke to me, but seeing the the trailer, like I don't expect that to be gameplay. I can definitely see the Fortnite likeness to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm more intrigued by that than I. Yeah, it, I feel like it gets back to the original source, small town gang members trying to build up their corporate organization or their corporate criminal organization. And that intrigues me. That's the part that's pulling me to the game because it feels like it's getting back to the roots of it. And this sounds like a really weird sentence. So if you don't understand, you don't understand. If you if you know, you know. It just It's a little bit disrespectful to gang culture. Uh See, I I don't like, and I know that's I get not, what you're. You, yeah, just saying, it's not like, oh yeah, like uh, gang culture is gang culture. Like you don't disrespect those people, but like if you're gonna do it, like do it right. I so I feel like this is like a half step. It's like okay, we're gonna like culturally appropriate gang culture, but then do it in a fun zany way. And I'm just like ah, it, that, don't do that. I, I guess I I guess looking at the climate of society. It's it's one of those like they they were damned if they did, damned if they don't. So they came out and you're saying they're you know insulting gang culture, which I don't really say, isn't I don't a, want I don't want to say insulting, I but it's like it's just like it's like a half step. It's like if you're gonna go yeah if, if you're gonna talk about gang culture and do things that way, then like go ahead and do it. Like one of the games that I felt like uh, was like okay we're gonna incorporate gang culture but we're gonna do it in the reverse was Crackdown. Like Crackdown was in insane i don't know if anybody remembers that game but that game was insane they might like they had actual i mean even for gta 5 they had actual gang members in studio like this is how we talk this is how we behave this is how we do so like if you're gonna do it do it don't right but i don't i i don't feel like they're necessarily trying to go for gang culture and i feel like in, in like i was trying to get to in this climate if you come out and it's not 2013 and you're like the black guy the the guy from Western Europe, or Eastern Europe rather, and the crazy ass white dude, yeah, the the hillbilly hick. Those are your three gang members. Everybody's like Oof, playing stereotypes here, bud. True, and that's true, all true. GTA has ever done. Is it true. just plays to stereotypes? But, and then, but now you have you know this other game who's trying to reboot, redo an entire series for sure. with a different culture. And like, is it gang culture? I mean, is it is it gang culture or is it like black market money making? Because those two big buff dudes weren't like I didn't see the gang members; they were just meatheads. I saw those two guys as uh, who is it? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I got what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. God, what is that movie? Keep keep going. I'm gonna figure out that movie. Uh, with Mark Wahlberg. Other guys. No, no, they were big meatheads. Keep going. Mark Wahlberg. I, ne- never back down? Is that? Nope. That's a different. No. no. No, 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 no. Pain and gain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pain and gain. Anyway. But okay. yeah, that's, that's just what those two guys looked like in the background. Yeah. Just straight up pain and gain. Too stupid to realize what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think we'll, we'll know until we get more of it. Like, again, it's the teal and the, they look more like Twitch streamers, the gangbangers to me. But it's like they've got the purple and teal colors. 
they've got the looks like an up a scorpion of some sort. They've got tattoos. It's on their merch. Uh, so I I could see. I think this is like trying to bring it into the modern age. Again, let's wait and see. I think we're we're two sides of the same coin. I'm not totally out. I'm not totally in. Sounds like you're more in than out. So it'd be interesting. I think we. I I'm interested to see what actually happens when the game drops. Yeah, I mean that's their last game didn't do so hot either. Agents yeah. of Mayhem. Yeah, Oof. and they and they admitted it. Like one of the one of the directors, like they admitted that they wrote themselves into a corner, and it was not good. So I'm glad they're rebooting it. It's like like you say all the time, competition does like everyone good and the ones who usually benefit the most are us the consumer so um i don't know who they're competing with but i'll take it and for all we know these characters could be amazing one thing i like about yes gta 5 played into every single stereotype the former mobster who betrayed his friends became a rich snitch uh the gangbanger was trying to make his way out the hood and the crack belly the crackhead hillbilly like it played into all the it played into all the stereotypes however those characters were beautifully written. Like Franklin's story is amazing. I don't. Sure, think but they've always they've always done the same. Like I didn't play through that entire game. I got bored. Yeah, but they've right. always played the same stereotypes. The I mean, three Vice City, San Andreas. Yep. All three same same characters throughout every game they've done. For sure. I mean, it's like it gets boring and old. True. True. But hey, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, and clearly these guys broke something and now they're trying to fix it. So it'd be interesting to see what the final project is like. Matt, any thoughts? Um, no, simply because this is your opinion on what games you want to play. I have no interest in Splitgate. <laughs> oh my, it went straight out of left field. <laughs> so uh, I'm, as I said before, Halo, we still got to get back to Halo. Um, I'm interested in Halo. I'm intrigued by Forza, but I'm not a car guy whatsoever. Um, my big excitement yet disappoint is TMNT Shredder's Revenge. They showed off. We're going to get to play as April O'Neil. So not only do you get the four turtles, but also April. So I'm hoping we also get Splinter in there as well. Um, this is like a homage to old school fighter games. Uh, old school turtle fighting game specifically like the arcade styles um but it's got pushed back to next year so i cannot wait for this game i really hope we get some physical out of them um but i expect it to be digital outside of that there's there i i feel like such like a an old man when i say this it wasn't oh you got intrigued me like yeah. i don't i know it sounds messed up there, there was a lot of indie games and i'm really proud for that um, I'm sure if I dug into it, there would probably be like 75 different games that I would want to play. Like, as I'm looking at it, Input the Sun, 2D action platformer, great, here we go. That's something I want to play. Um, but, like, there, I'm sure there's a ton on here. I'd have to go through them individually and, like, deep dive into them, which I have not had the chance to yet. But I just, I, I'm the old man looking in, trying to listen to old early 2000s music, going, no, this is the best era. This is the best era ever, and I I don't have much I want to play on this list. Um, Cat Dog was announced for Smash Not Smash, so that's that's cool. 
I, mean, I guess. What, what, what do they call it? The slime and dime? <laughs> Is that what it... Oh, the, the, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All alone the world is a little cat dog. Um, so that's cool. Oh, like Nintendo didn't show up there. PlayStation showed up there, and but is what it is. I am still excited for video games. I do want to talk about the disappointment of Halo, though. Uh, so as Matt alluded to, mm-hmm. most of Halo is going to be launching on December eighth. Cool. Uh, what we're not going to get on December 8th of Halo, and we will get in the months following, is going to be the Forge mode for multiplayer, which is where you can create your own multiplayer maps that everybody's loved for years. I think they started that in Halo 2 or 3. I know it was in 3. I can't remember if it was in 2 or not. Um, and then we're not getting co-op at launch. Whoa. Whoa. Like how? How? I don't like. I get it. Y'all have had a rough year. Y'all got absolutely burned last year when you were like, "Yo, this is our new game," and people were like, "Nah, 2009 looked better." What are you doing? Um, so I, I get it. And you had to go back. You had to tweak it and fix it and make adjustments and give us something great. We also didn't get an actual gameplay trailer. We just got, like, a story trailer. Like, the trailer we got for Halo 5 when they first announced it was Bomb Chief pulling off his cloak in the desert that had no correlation whatsoever to the actual game itself. That was our story trailer we got. Did you guys watch this? No. No? No. So you had a, a, a female, black female Spartan who's, like, Urahing her troops and yelling oh, yeah, at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. So it was cool to see that kind of like, oh, oh, damn, we're getting not only another female Spartan, but a black Spartan too. Ooh, okay, let's go. This is something different. And then you kind of get the backstory of how she became a Spartan. But that's it. Yeah. That, like anything is better than that last guy from uh, whatever game that was or TV show that was that was supposed to be. Uh, Master Chief's equal in every single way. Oh, Locke. Locke. He was he was in five. Yeah, and yeah. Then Homeboy got scrambled. <laughs> like the, like there wasn't uh, even a fight. Every, they, they showed time. up. They, they just showed up the waterfall, and Chief was like, "Boom, just done." And oh, I'll I'll be your friend. I'll be your friend. You can be friends. You can be, yeah, I'll be your friend. That's, no, 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 it's, listen, it's they, quite they literally coming... like they tried to make it like Naruto and Sasuke, but in fact, it was actually no. <laughs> it, it was baby no, no, Naruto no, no, versus no, no, Madara. No, 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 no. It, it was worse. They tried to Tom and Jerry the entire game. Like, these guys, like, we got to get Chief. And it turned out Chief isn't Tom or Jerry. Chief is the homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Facts. Facts. Yeah, no, it's it was, it was bad. And they had that whole, you know, that awesome podcast that they led it up to was absolutely phenomenal. Again, had very little, like the, the podcast leading up to it was like 10 times better than the game, which is really bad. Um, so like that, that just has me worried that we're obviously not getting this lead up or they haven't seen a lot of yet as far as extra stuff from them. Um, but we also haven't seen anything gameplay wise since last year. Uh, 
we're not getting multiplayer co-op we're not, at all. Not on console, not online, no co-op, just single player all the way through. Um, and we're also not getting the footage. Uh, now, they did respond. I think it was, pretty sure that's who it was. Responded and was like, hey, I know you guys want to see gameplay footage, but it's crunch. We're trying to get everything all situated, everything all down pat. Um, and we don't want to take their focus off from getting things done to do and set them back to do a gameplay trailer, which I respect. I get that, and I, I appreciate that. But I'm a little bit more concerned because you're saying that along with pushing co-op and we're pushing the Forge. Right. And I was talking with Caleb about this earlier today, actually, and I think he put it so poignantly. Um, like, yes, we get that a lot of things happen. The pandemic happened. and probably pushed back a lot of the processes um, and resources that they would have to put out the caliber game that they themselves are holding, like, that expectation. But ultimately, also, like, what fans are have come to expect from Halo, the Halo franchise. But if come December 8th, they give us this game, and what they're focusing on, which is the main attraction for Halo, is the multiplayer aspect of it. So online mm-hmm. is anything less than perfect. Good luck. It's pretty then what was this all for kind of thing it's like you've already delayed it for over a year and you're delaying even more aspects of it that a lot of people like me myself i i don't really like paying online unless it's with friends or like people that i actually know being able to play story the story mode even just like playing co-op with my brother sometimes is like sometimes like that's what i'm looking for that's like that's what i enjoy to do so like not having that available when it comes out if the multiplayer aspect of it or whatever they're working on isn't ready, like I'm not saying it's a whole cyberpunk deal, but like what's this all been about? Like what do you mean we can't scuba? I'm I'm I think I'm gonna go one above that. I think if any of this isn't perfect, they're done. Like three four three is screwed. Because if you remember the multiplayer for five was phenomenal. Everybody loved Warzone. Warzone is a absolute phenomenal masterpiece for multiplayer. Like, I still have people come in and be like, oh, all I play is Warzone on Halo. I'm like, bro, why? Cool for you, but that's weird. Um, But, like, everybody dunked on the story as we just were. Like, that story was absolute garbage. It did nothing good for for the community, for the story, for the game itself. And everybody trashed all over it because... Call of Duty, or not Call of Duty, Halo is one of the games where people want a perfect mix of multiplayer and like it's not an either or like Call of Duty, like nine, what is it, 99% of people play Call of Duty don't play campaign. Yeah. And if they do, like 99% of those people don't finish it. They just go straight to multiplayer. So like, I don't know, it's it's going to be weird. They have to get both these perfect, and I think they can get some pass if they have some some issues with the way it looks, but it's being updated and corrected on the way through, and like you get a patch and patch, like we always get with games, but I think if they drop just an absolute trash can of a game, um, it, I would even say mediocre. Like if they drop a 6-7 game, people are going to be irate, and it's going to come back as, hey, Xbox has nothing. All they have is the third parties that they've purchased. And and honestly, that's the antithesis of what we want. Like, this game needs to release in a complete condition. 
And beyond mm-hmm. it being complete, it needs to be Xbox's haymaker. Like this, this has to connect. Like if nothing else works in this fight, this has to connect. Because say what you want, this, that, and the third. We all know Horizon Zero Dawn is coming. That's a jab. Let's let's realize. February twenty second. Yeah. That's a Good, j- sorry. like that's a jab, and it's a hard jab. So if this does not connect for Xbox, that jab is gonna hurt a lot more because what follows up after that is God of War Ragnarok. February eighteen. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, that, it's like to put this in perspective of the analogy I always use. I always say people when people come to talk to me, what should I get? Like Xbox is like a, a Bugatti, but you have no gas. And the PlayStation's like that V8 Camaro, but all the gas in the world. And at this point, Halo either could be that full tank gas, or it could be the full tank of diesel that you put in your Bugatti. And it's like you got five foot before the thing crapped out because it just got eaten alive and burnt up. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, Game Pass is great. Game Pass is great. Game Pass can carry you forever. No, like if you don't have the games, cool. I'm not spending seventy bucks on games. Because I have Game Pass, but I'm still spending money on Game Pass. So it's not like I'm getting the games for free. I'm still shelling out cash for it. It's not as much. Yes, I know, before every jumps down my throat. But I would rather spend 70 bucks on a first-party game that's great, done, totally made, awesome story, and I can rely on, as opposed to spending 15 bucks a month on, honestly, stuff I don't use. I don't play anything on there, I, I, which is weird because I jumped on here talking and playing 12 minutes on Xbox. So, I mean, I, I literally when I mean, you guys can attest to this. When they announced that Xbox, it was like into our little group chat and was like, hey, who wants to buy my Xbox Series X? Well, I've done it, turned it on. And up until tonight, I've had it for two months. That's all, almost three. All I've done is turn it on. Again, Fable... Elder Scrolls 6, Starfield. Yeah, you're going to have a big 2022. So, let's see. Anything else? Uh, New World is getting actual data kill. I'm sure you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Uh, I'm hoping uh, they fix the game loop. Again, it's fun for the first 10 hours even. Maybe, like, if, if you're really, really, if you have a team, a squad, whatever, it's probably fun for the first 20 hours after that. It, it's a cliff. Uh, I see this game. They're already talking about it. Like a lot of people saying they could see Elder Scrolls being like the staple for games. Like they come out and you gotta pay or you gotta do this, you gotta do that, and then eventually they go free to play. I see this game going free to play very quickly, very very quickly. Anything else from you, Caleb, that you want to bring attention to? Uh Yes, uh, so credit where credit is due. Uh, Fortnite tried to implement what's uh, called an educational, like, an educational portion to the game. And it was to honor the late, great Martin Luther King Jr. Um, And essentially you were going to go through just American history up until uh, his assassination and murder. Um, Again... Did you, before you get into it, did you read the PlayStation blog post? I did not read the PlayStation blog okay. post. I read an article from Kotaku. 
Okay, so I, I really quick before we get in too far into it because I want to give the information up front and then we'll, we'll back end it. Perfect. All right, so Matt shared the tweet with us. Um, tweet was from PlayStation, said, Celebrate the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and march through time. A new experience in Fortnite creative. Um, first off, that threw me off. Because I read it as in March mm-hmm. through time, and I was like, "Bro, you giving us nine months lead time?" It, it took a minute for my brain to register. Gotcha. Um, so I, I was like, "Okay, this is weird. It's got it, nothing Fortnite related on the cover except for presented by Time in Fortnite. So it's a collaboration with Time Magazine, seems like." Um, and then you jump into it. Uh, Time Studio, I'm sorry, not magazines, studios. So Time Studios presents March Through Time, an all-new experience, yada, 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 developed by numbers, members of the Fortnite creative community. This immersive journey allows players to witness Dr. Martin Luther King's full I Have a Dream speech. Uh, March Through Time will teleport players nearly 60 years in the past to reimagine Washington, D.C., 63, developed by members of the Fortnite creative community. Yada, 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 experience will, was built by members... Um, Chase Jackman, GQ, Uno, XWDFR, and YU7. Okay, first off, can y'all really can can we get some better names on here? Cause, okay, <laughs> Jesus. Woo! Uh, and when you complete the Doctor King and Civil Rights Movement challenges, you will unlock a DC sixty three spray for your locker. Caleb, go. Uh. So all of that is good. All of it is well-intentioned. My thing is, like, the history of Martin Luther King Jr. is significantly longer and more complex and wider and more than just his I Have a Dream speech. His I Have Mm -hmm. a Dream speech is absolutely legendary. It's one of the, like, single-handedly one of the greatest pieces of literature ever written. I get that. Uh, If you ask those around him, he would have said he had more impactful and more meaningful speeches. Uh, what about his speech from Selma? What about his speech from Montgomery, Alabama? Let's like there's his I have a dream speech is like the speech most people go to. And again, this isn't a racial, this isn't a ratio, this isn't a podcast about African American history, blah blah blah. If you want that podcast, uh, jump on Spotify and um, figure it out for yourself. But like do more than just highlight that I have a dream speech, right? Um, the fact that this man was arrested more than 75 times before he was assassinated and murdered and his murderer got away with it. But um, when you're doing these things, you need to put extra care and attention into these things. One of the, the mishaps that happened was they disabled majority of, the, majority of the emotes, except for eight exclusive emotes that came with the experience. One of the emotes that unfortunately was not uh, disabled was the whip so you have idiots cracking a whip at Martin Luther King Jr.'s face and posting it online like that's oversight and like I, I, they tried and within 24 hours all emotes were removed but like you gotta be on it epic it took 24 hours to do it It yeah 24 hours to get out you that that's something you have to check cross check i'm sure it was literally like i'm sure obviously in their heads they didn't think uh people would be this silly but also like they removed the tomato throw emote 
so they knew people were going to be stupid they just didn't think it fully through and if you're going to have these experiences again deeper and wider not shallow surface level uh it's a good first step uh i think it's great a lot of kids are on Fortnite and they're at home uh it's a lot of virtual learning right now so if you can learn about history you can learn about black history while playing a fun game uh i think it's great i think Fortnite has done amazing experiences the travis scott concert was insane the marshmallows concert was insane like they've done cool stuff like that put that same level of care energy and attention into this because this is, like, at the end of the day, significantly more important than anything that Fortnite will ever do, period. Yeah, and, I mean, we we discussed this, I don't want to say to great lengths, but I definitely was very curious as to you guys' opinion, because me as the white privileged male, cis male looking in on this uh, situation, like, I have great respect for Dr. Martin Luther King and everything, that whole movement brought us to um, a little more closer to equality, but not close enough and not there yet. Um, it, it was it was one of those where I was looking and going, okay, this could be... I was trying to be positive about it. This could be good. This could be nice. We get something out of it. My fear, obviously, was they weren't going to take the guns out, um, and people were still going to do that, and I didn't even think about the guns, because I don't play Fortnite. I don't even when I do. I don't emotes and anything because it's just more buttons I have to press and I'm slow enough as it is. Um, so, like, I didn't think about that, but then when Matt shared the TikTok of the kids going, oh, I've seen this guy before, I was like, oh my god, this is what's wrong with it. You can't just do mm-hmm. the speech itself. You have to do something more along the lines like Ubisoft has done, where they bring you into the environment and they make it an actual, like, virtual museum. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you have to go above and beyond, and that's that's hard sometimes. Don't know why. Um, I think my other issue with it is I understand this is Fortnite, but, like, looking at this image here, it's it doesn't convey such a serious tone. I get that they're making it look like a Fortnite version of the Link Memorial with the mall right behind you um, from that scene. And this is where the speech took place. Um, But yeah, like, look at this, like, look at, like, look at the, you have like this ridiculous. It's it's too poppy. It's too animated. Like if you had just done, Hey, choose your character and it's going to be a humanoid. Yeah. And you, you're going to get stuck in whatever clothes you get stuck in while you're in this environment. Um, like, I, I, could, I could see that. But, like, you have the bear. You have this weird chicken leg thing on the bottom left. You have construction worker female with a Mr. T starter set on her. You have Plunk over here. You have... Yeah, Frozone. Who's, who's, that looks like Frozone. Yeah, Frozone. Yeah, that's Frozone there in the middle. Hamburger head. And I don't know the characters. It's, it, it's just... it's. It's a it's a disrespectful thing that I wish they had thought of and done classier. Yeah, and that's so that's the, I, go ahead, Matt. Well, I'll I'll say I'll say this in regards to kind of like the the presentation of it and part like the initial part of me seeing that wants to respond that way, but also at the same time I I realize yeah you, you kind of got to meet people where they're at right. Mm. Um, 
and that's kind of like the struggle from like the human connection just in general mm-hmm. it's like being able to meet people where they're at like a lot of this demographic and this audience are anyone anywhere from literally the ages of like eight to maybe 18 uh are people in here like playing Fortnite? a lot of times like what attracts people in the playing Fortnite is not just like the shooting in the building and this battle royale but like the skins how out there and wacky they could be they could be like their favorite characters and stuff like that so for i'm willing to see that through like if that's the presentation they're doing obviously like if they can work and expound upon the experience it's not just them participating in the speech or like listening to it i do like the idea of it maybe being like a digital museum to be a bit more um rounded out like i'm okay if they're just like they have the custom character that they've been spent so much time making in fortnite and they're just like plopped into this experience and so and but still yeah it i don't know i don't know it's it's a back and forth thing for me like had had they taken this and been like you know what we're going to be in dc um we're going to do the i have a dream speech Let's make them walk through the Martin Luther King Smithsonian exhibits and exactly. get an education from that. Like, had they, had they, Matt, done like you said, and be like, yo, you want to be cheeseburger head? Be cheeseburger head. Be tomato guy, but heel dude, whatever the heck it is. Um, just don't let him be that, that like, white-faced killer guy. No dice. Yeah. Um, but, like, had they, had they done all of that and then been like, here's an exhibit, here's the museum, here's the history of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., here's where he came from, what he did, and what got us to where we were at that point in time. Um, showed some of the actually powerful images of him, you know, Million Man March, um, everything. I mean, it's crazy. H- had they shown these kind of things that gave it more backstory, cool. Well, like you said, you're talking about kids who are 8 to 18. Kids who, I mean, short of getting off from school, they don't know who Martin Luther King Jr. is. They really don't, which is really sad as a society that that's where it's at. Um, but they're not taught that. Show this stuff. Use, and this is what I wanted out of this, and I kind of expressed in the group chat with you guys, is I, this, this is a great medium. You have so many people doing these things. Teach them history. And, and you don't have to force feed it, make it more fun. But when you do things that have such high impact as this could have, mm-hmm. and you don't only drop the football, but you throw it to the other guys, like this is what you just did. And you yep. gave them the whip to emo regarding a black icon. Like it's. It's horrible. It's it lacks taste, and that's my biggest issue with it all. Great attempt, horrible execution. Yeah, it's a it's a one of those good try. Um, respect the effort. Um, try better next time. And I don't know who all was or wasn't involved. I was not. I'm not obviously not in these meetings. But I'm just like, my question would be how many people of color were involved in the decision making how many people of color were involved in the construction of this uh like did they just say oh this is something we wanted to do and then assign it to a team and then the team got to do it like did you have did you have discussions with community like 
I'm sure mm-hmm. at some point the lawyers contacted the Martin Luther King estate, but did you have personal conversations? Like, and if you did, that's awesome. Showcase that stuff. Say, like, do a dev video. We all we get all these awesome documentaries about oh the how look how amazing creating video games is. Make a quick ten minute doc. Hey, we went to the Martin Luther King estate. We met with the family. We discussed what we wanted to do. This is the feedback we sent. This is what we this is this is what we did as a team, as as a company. We we read these books. We learned about his blah blah blah. What did you do to engage the content other than put out the content? And if you just put out the content for the sake of putting out the content, again, kind of missing the point. Great effort, but you missed the point. Yep. So I I appreciate the try, as Caleb said. But just do better. Do better next time. Uh, is there anything else, gentlemen? That is it. Matt? Um, uh, I, I will say there is one thing that I am intrigued by, and I'll end on this note. So as... We are in the digital age. I was scrolling through the TikTok. Yes, I say the TikTok because I pay for my own health insurance. That means I'm old. Um, you go to the quick trip, don't you? <laughs> right. Right. Just oh, going to squeeze right past you there and grab the ranch. Um, and <laughs> there is someone that I saw in there. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I The name just blanked up. I'll have to find it and then we'll we'll go back and like we'll re-edit it. Like we'll share some of the stuff. Who is making his own video game that is rhythm and beat based. And it is in uh, the turn the turnstile RPG. I think I sent it to you guys. Um that is based off of music. And so essentially you can create musical combos tacking. And I think the guy is doing it himself. And it just looks so fantastic. It looks great. It has like a Kingdom Hearts feel, but it's music. And it is absolutely incredible. Like, I literally spacing on the name. So I'll have to look it up real quick. Unless you're already doing that, Greg. I'm trying, but I'm not seeing it here. I don't yeah, I don't see anything that we've talked about recently uh, that and talks. And you said it was what again? Describe it for me. Uh he was making a video game. Um essentially like an RPG based off Sword of Symphony is what it's called. Sounds legit. Good for him. Shout out to the homies. Shout out. Big up to the mandem. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that was weeks ago you shared that. He was working on showing off that single character. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. So, absolutely great. Love seeing um, just with the abundance of resources and how creative people can be in this day and age. People going out there is like, you know what would be really cool to see as a game? This. And they go out and make it. Uh, so if you're doing stuff like that, more power to you. And if you need people to demo it for you, I know three guys that would be more than willing to. Yeah. Uh, check them out at Sword of Symphony on Twitter. Give him a follow so we can give him, a, you know, he's, I mean, he's already got 20,000 followers. They've already got 20,000 followers. So great on him. Uh, but give him some more. You know, they, they can use five more from us. 
Anything else, guys? That will be it. All right. Well, I have some words. I'm, I, I appreciate you, Matt, for uh, breaking it up a little bit for us because uh, it got real, real there for a second, and I felt really bad about bringing this up. Um, but I, I just, I, I want to say, um, it's, it's been August 11th. August 11th was the last update that we got from Sea of Stars. Now I am hungry. I am hungry for more information from Sea of Stars. I was already greatly disappointed because August 2nd they put out that that tweet that said, "Hey, watch out for spam malware in your emails," and I was mad because I didn't get the mail. Okay, so that that's where it started. Um, they did, however, give us a sweet wallpaper which I had downloaded on all my devices. So I'm ready to go. Uh, that came out August 24th. But we do not have any more new information from Sea of Stars. And ultimately, I'm blaming you. All of you listening, watching, whatever it is. And the reason I say that is because they are still only at 16.8 thousand followers. And if you remember, we've talked about this before. They have a commendium. As their follower count increases, we get more information on the commendium. We're not getting anything more right now because the next level is at 17.5 thousand followers. So, I again am reaching out to my fan base, as little or big as it is. Help me help myself. Okay? I need you to go out there. I need you to follow at Sea of Stars on Twitter. I need you to create a secondary rando account. Follow them again. Share it with your friends. Put this out there because this JRPG, whether it be good or bad, is going to take any money that I'm allowed to give them, whether for what they have to buy or what I'm actually, you know, intended to purchase. And if it's good or bad, I'm playing the mess out of it. I cannot wait. It looks beautiful. I'm sure it's going to be a great game. Still doesn't come out until next year, but it's been almost a month since we got information. I need you to help me get more information. I need more from this game. I want to see the beautiful things that we are going to get. Please go follow at Sea of Stars on Twitter. Begging you. Matt, tell them where they can find us, though. Perfect. That, that's a great way to summarize that we all can be bought <laughs> just for the right amount and for the right promo package. I'm just kidding. Um, they're, they're so we we love finding new games and new IPs to explore. Um, I think that's literally the the great. Uh, I don't know what I want to say. The mantra of gaming, or like here on the podcast, mm-hmm. is just like enjoying gaming where it's at. There's something for everyone. We always say this on the podcast. There's something for everyone. A lot of times we say that's not for me because because we know that it's for someone that's that's the beautiful thing about it no one is forced to play the same kind of game um so whenever there's new stuff that feels like something that's right up their alley right up our alley we just want to shout it from the rooftops as greg always does and gets a little frustrated sometimes because no one wants to join the bandwagon with him (laughs) (laughs) nobody nobody (laughs) i followed them so don't look at me uh but guys we're just so thankful. Thank you, most of all, for listening to our podcast. If there's more stuff you think we should check out, 
go ahead and hit us up on all our socials at Facebook and Twitter at the TDM Show on Instagram at TDM Show. We're available on all platforms that podcasts are streaming. Uh, so be sure to give us a listen, rate and review, and share us with our friends. And you can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu. Um, throw two dollars in eligible my way. Maybe a promo code for uh, a game that you think I will enjoy, or just ask for my Switch code. I'll be sure to friend you, beat you in Pokemon. Caleb, where can they not find you at? Where are you back into the real world? I'm back on the. I am back on the social medias. Uh, I don't remember any of my my usernames. I just spent the last several minutes while you were eloquently delivering your impassioned speech trying to sign up my Twitter to no avail. Uh, so I will be spending all day tomorrow trying to recover my Twitter password and sign in. But until then, you can find me on PlayStation Five. Just make sure you message me. Let me know you're a real person and not one of these scandalous, felonious internet Jezebels that keeps trying to slide in my DMs. Stop it. Take it. Leave me alone. Uh, yeah. Old Man Mookie eight thirty three. I believe that's what it is. I'm not even sure if that's my PSN. Matt, what's my PSN? I'm still, I'm still reeling from earlier back there. It's like he just wanted to say that. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Good times, good times. You know me well, too, friend. You know me all too well. So you can find me on Twitter at Teams, where I'm posting a tweet telling you. To go follow at Sea of Stars on Twitter so we can get more daggum information. But you can follow me on there where I'm going to do very little, but be excited for a whole bunch. Um, I'm on both consoles, Xbox and PlayStation, at Tonks, T O N N K S. Um, and if you want my Nintendo code so I can give you some tips and tricks or help you train to throw hands with Matt and Pokemon, hit me up. I'll share it with you. I would gladly help you wreck that man so he'll stop talking to me. Hey, good luck with that. <laughs> Gentlemen, well, I appreciate y'all joining me. I'm sorry again that I was late. Y'all listening, thank you as always. We love you guys. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. Wash your daggone hands. Have a great week.